You are now listening to the Sincerely Shameless Podcast, where the resilient, relentless, and shameless thrive. Hey, 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 hey. Yes, yep. Mm -hmm. I know you counted. Yes, it is the ninth episode of the fourth season of the Sincerely Shameless podcast. And I couldn't be happier. I'm going to be honest, y'all. I'm going to give y'all a little transparency. I almost stopped midway. (laughs) I almost questioned. No, 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 not almost. I did. I questioned, what am I even doing? with this boom mic or want to be boom mic and this laptop and this hot coffee what am I doing but just like any other time when I'm on the beaten path and I wonder what am I doing a spring of water pops up and God says just keep on going so here I am this is your girl Sarah J with the sincerely shameless podcast presenting to you now the ninth episode of the fourth season and I'm gonna tell you what the title is what do you want question mark exclamation mark question mark Hey, 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 hey. Yes, yep. Mm-hmm. I know you counted. Yes, it is the ninth episode of the fourth season of the Sincerely Shameless podcast. And I couldn't be happier. I'm gonna be honest, y'all. I'm gonna give y'all a little transparency. I almost stopped midway. <laughs> I almost questioned. No, 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 not almost. I did. I questioned, what am I even doing? with this boom mic or want to be boom mic and this laptop and this hot coffee what am I doing but just like any other time when I'm on the beaten path and I wonder what am I doing a spring of water pops up and God says just keep on going so here I am this is your girl Sarah J with the sincerely shameless podcast presenting to you now the ninth episode of the fourth season and I'm gonna tell you what the title is what do you want question mark exclamation mark question mark so I want to kick this episode off with a little bit of story time the time two weeks ago, the place, Club Oceano. So they told me I'd be training someone. And I said, okay, no problem though. That is not what I do here. That's what I do in corporate America. But since I'm not in corporate America, I'm a waitress now. I said, cool. And so the young lady walks up to me and says, hey, she introduces herself, all the pleasantries. And I was super excited about that. And you know, I'm kind of straightforward. Um, we'll get into that. So I said, okay, well, hello, how are you? And she's like, oh, okay, cool. And I said, question before we get started, what time do you need to leave? And she replied, oh, you know, um, you know, I'm flexible. I said, okay. 
so what time do you need to leave? She's like, you know, I'm, you know, it's not a big deal. Like, you know, I, you know, I won't, I don't want to leave you hanging or anything. So like, if you get busy, like I'll, you know, I'll be there for you. And I was like, okay, so what time do you need to leave? She's like, um, you know, I have a daughter. And so she like kind of needs to be picked up, you know, before 10 or whatever. But, you know, like I said, you know, I'm a total team player. Like, I don't want to leave you hanging. And I said, okay, stop. (laughs) I asked a simple question. And the answer should have embodied a time not some reasons, not your character, not who you are as a person, not what you've got going on externally or internally. I just needed to know a time. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I was just saying like, you know, I'm flexible. I said, listen, stop. If I ask you a time, just tell me. Please don't beat around Benny's barn. Please don't tell me all these accolades or anything else that you want me to know. Just tell me the time. And she said, well, I need to be able to pick up my daughter before 10. I said, the time. What time? She said, oh, like, I mean, I guess nine o'clock. I said, okay, I'll get you out of here at 845. Y'all, why was that pulling teeth? Why? Why? Why was that pulling teeth? Right? So the topic of today's episode is what do you want? And I mean it in my sincerest ask, what do you want? You won't get anything that you're not asking for. And trust me, homegirl was super noble. It was cute or whatever the first time. But the fourth time I asked, what time do you need to leave? Girl, pull it together. So I kind of wanted to talk about like the forms of communication sometimes. Like people ask us, what do we want? What do we want? And then, you know, we give them these like answers. And then a lot of times we walk away very upset because we didn't get what we wanted. And I'd like to say it's no longer the responsibility of the giver to give it to you how you want, but it's the responsibility of the ask to give them a direct path so that they can provide it. And then if they don't, then you can go forth. So sometimes when we, when we're asked, what do we want? We do want to sound noble. Like, oh, you know, I'm flexible. Oh, you know, it doesn't matter. And then other times we we don't want to come off as ingenuine. So we kind of say, oh, you know, yeah, a, a, cake, a cake would be nice. Knowing darn well that there's only like one cake in the world that you would ease, eat. Um, the other one is my favorite, the team player. You know, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm easy, I'm flexible. I'm the team player, like put it all on me. And then my ultimate favorite is um, the self-sacrificer, the one that's like, oh, whatever, I've got it. Doesn't matter the time, the day, the place, like what is that you want? I want what everybody wants. And then you have to still pay for it. You take it and you and you do it and you're still mad. So I kind of wanted to go over the three ways to communicate. Because this story, and trust me, this happens all the time. And um, I stop them right in their tracks. I, you know, when I ask people what do they want, I, and they give me everything but the actual answer, then I stop them right in their tracks. And I'm like, that's not what I asked. What is it that you want? And so for a long time in my life, I had gotten a lot of stuff that I didn't want. 
And I was upset because I was like, oh, the world's jading me. Oh, I'm so shortchanged. Oh, what was me? What was me? But then I've come to the conclusion that you need to start putting out there what you want for real, for real. Not the good answer, not the cute answer, not the noble answer, the team player answer, the self-sacrificing answer, but the Sarah answer, the Sarah J answer. So there's three ways to communicate. You have the passive um, passive way, which is typically what, I don't know, 99% of the world does. And this way is where you have slight undertones, body language, like, you know, I can, I can close, but you're kind of looking off to the side or shrugging your shoulders. It's like, that's not really what you want. Then you have um, the aggressive when you communicate. It's like, what do you want? I better be up out of here at said time. It's like, okay, well, there was a little fear in that, you know, I'm a little nervous. But then you have the assertive way. It's, this is where I live. It is the acknowledgement of what the need is, what the want is, but then also saying what my want is. Like, hey, you know, I acknowledge that you guys, I acknowledge that you want me to close and that they have me with you and you're the actual closer. However, I can't close with you. I need to get out of here at 9 p.m., right? So I have been all three. Okay. I have been all three. I've been the assertive communicator. I I mean, I am currently the assertive communicator, but I've been the aggressive communicator and I've definitely been the passive communicator. I believe I did most of my life passively. Um, so now my question to you is, what do you want and how are you communicating it? Do you see yourself more passive and finding yourself extremely upset that you didn't get what you want? Do you see yourself more aggressive? And, you know, people are nervous to to deliver because if they get it wrong, then you're going to, I don't know, beat them up. Um, or are you on the assertive side and, and, and it's still a task to be assertive? So I'll give you guys a little bit of my roots. So growing up... <laughs> mostly in the South with two very interesting parents. I know I've talked about them for, you know, a couple of times throughout the episodes. Um, but for my dad, speaking to him and asking what I want, first of all, he didn't ask. There was no ask. Like, you're going to get this. This is That's what it was. It's like, not, what do you want for dinner? It was like, hey, this is what I'm cooking for dinner. So, you didn't get to practice saying what you wanted. In fact, you probably imploded in your head mentally by saying, I didn't want this. And if you voiced it verbally to my father, then you're not either A, you're not eating, B, you might get popped, C, you're not eating and you might get popped. <laughs> and there was no D option. Those was like, those are the two options. And so with my mom, when she did say what you want, it was kind of like, I really don't want you to express what you want because nine times out of 10, I'm not going to deliver on your want. So it's probably best that you just say, I'm good with what you have. And so you just accepted anything. So on one end of the daddy spectrum, it was, you better not because there's no options here. And on the other end of the spectrum with mother, it was... I mean, you can ask for it all day. You're just not going to get it. <laughs> so for me, what that did is taught me that you got to take what you can get, you know, and 
you'd be foolish to be out here passing up on, you know, a meal talking about you don't want McDonald's, you want linguine. Well, linguine's not on that table. And so now you're going to starve because you passed on McDonald's. And so as I began to grow and as I got older, I was very aware that what was being offered was the complete opposite of what I wanted. But then I also realized like I'm hungry and I need food and I need shelter. And um, I wasn't at the place in my life to where, where I could say I'm willing to forego all options for what I want and wait to get what I want versus taking what I can have in hopes of building up enough immunity to then go after what I want. So um, as time went on, you know, graduating college, I started to have these little breakout moments like, oh, you know, I, you know, I don't have to eat that. Now I can do this, you know, transitioning. But it was still in a very passive way because I didn't want to be shunned for what I wanted. I still wanted acceptability. And then I got you know, 27, 28-ish, 29-ish, I got real assertive. You know, I got real assertive, but right before I got real assertive, I got real aggressive. Because after a while, when you're so passive and people start to ask you what you want, you start to lash out because it's like, I've taken the, the, the bottom of the barrel for so long, I'll be darned if you give me baseline again, like, no. And um, I remember growing up and it was like, well, when you speak your mind, you just better be ready to rock with it. You know, you just better be ready to rock with it. And so as I got older and I left passive lane, got on aggressive drive and then exited onto like assertive road, right? I started to realize that my wants weren't changing, but how people received what I wanted was. So for someone could, someone could ask me and say, Hey, does, what is it that you want? I'm like, Oh no, I, I want to get out of here right now. I'm, I'm actually on my way out. They could actually take that and take that. Well, the next person might be very upset about that answer. and want to argue. Well, guess what? We got to argue now. And then I even ran into, a, I even had a situation where the person wasn't too keen on what I wanted that they wanted to fight, but I was, I had a, a battle with myself and, and, and I don't promote violence at all, but I battled with myself. How, how far was I willing to go to make sure that I got what I wanted out of life versus what everybody wanted for me? And so by the time I got on assertive road, I had hit the pinnacle of, I was no longer willing to go another day of my life allowing others to choose for me because I purely just let them. I wasn't I wasn't willing to do that and and as crass as it may sound, you know, when we speak our wants, you know, some people are like, "Dad, you know, you just doing too much. No, I'm just doing what I need to do. I'm just doing what I want. And so on this episode, I want to encourage you to not allow people to talk you out what you want. I want to encourage you on this episode to not allow people to shame you or guilt you or doubt you because you no longer want to walk the path that they're walking or do what they want you to do, but you want to define a lane for yourself and you're totally fine with the 
good consequences and potential bad consequences. Um, you're okay with possibly lo losing the friendship because you no longer want to do what it is that they've been wanting you to do all along. I think we've got to get okay with saying what we want and being okay with it. And it's not easy. We're in a very sensitive culture. It's We're fragile. We want to cancel. You got to have a PR rep for everything that you say. But at the end of the day, no matter how beautiful you dress it up, if it's not what you want, then that'll speak too. So again, I'll ask, what is it that you want? And how are you communicating it? Welcome back to the second segment of the Sincerely Shameless podcast. It is the total assumption segment, one of one of my faves, um, basically just because it challenges us in our way of thinking. And when you're challenged, you can grow. And when you grow, you can go. So this is a section of the podcast where we either increase or decrease in cynicism or increase and decrease in optimism and or awareness and knowledge. <laughs> so this one's a little bit personal to me just because this is I'm, this is the, the one that I'm constantly dealing with a lot. Um, it wasn't anything that I recognized in my early 20s because I didn't think people were really just out here like this, but this is the one that has become more prevalent than anything. And the total assumption is just because a person is in position of power or holds a title does not mean that they operate in it correctly. Does that make sense? I hope so. So recently with this new waitressing position, um, I have encountered a various amount of personalities. Personalities that I'm totally fine with dealing with, but one of them I realize I'm struggling with. And um, mainly because the opposite of this personality is something that's core to me. And one of them, and that is um, the person's ability to advocate and control themselves. I don't like seeing others using tactics like manipulation, um, omission, uh, I don't know, titles and power to control um, a person or a group of people for their own beneficial gain. And um, sometimes that is even done with titles, a title like manager, but they don't have the emotional quotient to manage a team of people, keeping them empowered and to get the job done. They want to use other tactics to see if they like fear, like control, just to name a few, to um, get what they believe the job is done. And while the job may be getting done, those who are doing it, if they are not feeling empowered and if they do not love what they're doing and if they aren't re able to reproduce it the next day, then that then it's not a job well done. It's actually not good. If a person is contemplating quitting or contemplating stepping out using other substances or can only at best bad mouth that person holding the title, then my dear, you are failing. But that doesn't mean you're failing as a manager, you're failing as a leader. And the reason why I say that is oftentimes we are up against titles 
are people who hold titles who only want those titles for a couple of reasons. One of them, control. The other one, power. Another one, self-esteem. I just, you know, some people just really want to say, you know, I am this title because, and that adds some type of value. I remember working at Subway, I used to say, you know, I'd walk in and they'd say, oh, who are you? Who are you? I'm Sa- oh, I'm Sarah. And then I'm like, oh, what's your title? I'm like, look, you can call me janitor. As long as my check clear, we're clear. As long as the job gets done, we're good. I didn't need a title to effectively implement and operate within the job description. Um, others would beat on their chest. I am the business consultant. That's good. And all of your restaurants are failing. So what do you know? And so the total assumption, you guys, and something that I help you along the way and something that's helped me along the way is just because a person holds a title doesn't mean they have the the understanding, the bandwidth to manage or to you know promote a team to do a thing or two. It takes pure leaders. It takes people like you listening on this podcast to say, hey, I could be a line cook. But when I'm here, I'm the best darn line cook that you see because not only do I do it from my heart, I do it to impact and to encourage and uplift others through food. It doesn't matter. Um, Choose leadership, you know. Don't allow a title to have you out here doing people wrong. Be the leader in the room. Be the leader in the room and do not be, I don't know, boggled down with all the titles in the building. You got this. Welcome back to the third and final segment of the Sincerely Shameless podcast. I am super elated to talk about this one because this is something that I'll be doing um, up until the season finale, which we'll be releasing next week and so forth and so on. But the tip of the day is do it anyways. The resource is just do it. That's not a pen and a paper type of deal. It's a mindset. So me being who I am, experiencing the things that I've experienced, I have missed out on big opportunities to mourn, big opportunities to grieve, opportunities to process, to clear, um, to journal, though I journal daily. I missed out on opportunities to just ask for more strength, um, ask for a little bit more help. I've missed out on plenty of opportunities, but I've also gained opportunities to bypass my emotions, um, bypass how I feel about it, bypass how my body feels about it, and not in a neglective way, but in a way that it has to get done. You got to do it anyways. And um, I don't know where you are in this season, but I'm brokenhearted. (laughs) I am jaded in a bit um, when it comes to certain things, but I'm optimistic and I'm hopeful and I'm willing. And so each day, right when I put my feet on the ground, I thank God for just another day just to do it anyways. Do it tired sometimes. I know that's not beautiful. I know that's not the best thing to hear. Do it brokenhearted sometimes because it just has to get done and restoration is on the way. Do it without the cup of coffee. That's going to be an interesting one. Just be sure to just be assertive while you're doing it and don't be passive. (laughs) 
do it when you need a little bit more clarity because clarity is right around the corner. And when you look up, you realize it was all worth it. Thank you, thank you so much for sticking with me for the ninth episode. I'm kind of trying to figure out what will be super special for the season finale. If you got anything, be sure to slide in my DMs. You can find me on Instagram at shamelessshameless underscore, or you can find me on Twitter at shamelessshameless. Both of the so's are with two O's. And, um, or you can head up the website, which is theshamelessbrand.com. There's a section where you can just put some information in there. And if you look hard enough, I'm sure you can find my phone number. And if you want to call me, do that too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And don't forget, do it anyways. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sincerely Shameless podcast, where the relentless, the shameless, and resilient thrive. If you found this podcast episode to be helpful in any shape or form, please be sure to subscribe by clicking the link within the bio and then share with a friend, maybe even a friend of a friend. If you would like to submit any of your total assumptions, please be sure to visit the website theshamelessbrand.com and insert the information into the text box. If you would like to just chat with me in a more personal setting, please be sure to follow me on Instagram at she so with two O's shameless underscore. I look forward to joining you next week. Same time, same place. And remember, be you, be resilient, be relentless, be shameless. Mm-hmm.